Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today we have Regina Myrick, who owns Love & Color Photography. Regina, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. This is this is one of the first in-person recordings, so I'm stoked. Uh, we're both hanging out in my tasting room, which is where we do our client tastings, and it's just a it's it's a little more fun than doing it digital. So um, yeah, for thank sure. you, Regina, for making the trek. She's just uh, got to see the trucks in person, and she saw Baby Jack, and she sees Lady, and you know it's a very <laughs> It's a fun experience, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I've always loved vintage cars in general. Um, my husband and I have a dream one day to restore some old, old, probably American muscle cars. Nice. I like nice. speed. Yeah. So um, well, let but, me know when you do that. I would, <laughs> I'll be maybe one of your first customers for sure. Yeah, yeah. So these trucks are awesome to see. I haven't seen one since you originally had just was it baby blue? No, the midnight, midnight blue. blue. One. Yeah. Midnight blue. Yeah. Since um, Peaceful Hollow. Oh wow! Yeah, that was. Like, I know. <laughs> three years so ago, so long like. ago. I know. So sad. <laughs> wow. Um, are they still doing weddings? I forget. I, I yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. They're still up there hanging yeah. out. She's Jenny, awesome. Jenny and Bill. Yep. I love They're Jenny. So great. Yeah. I love them. They're fantastic. Well, let's get started with the most important question. And that's what you're sipping on these days. Oh boy. I know you just had a baby, so yeah. <laughs> you know it's not a right. You can you can answer apple juice if you need to, but well, uh, yeah. So I have a six month old at home, and lately my drink has been coffee. <laughs> but um, sometimes we'll make it an Irish coffee, throw some whiskey or something. Um, do shots count? Uh, we go? <laughs> not for not for my craft. No, no, no. All right. So, uh, mixed drink wise, I would say mojito would be my go-to. Yeah. Okay. A little mint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mint mojito action. I love a mojito. I one yeah. of my favorite cocktails ever was a watermelon mojito yes. that we made. So yes. Fresh pressed watermelon. It took me Definitely. a couple hours to juice. I but gallons I bet, of yeah. watermelon, but it was well worth it, and the couple loved it. So yeah, yeah, big fan of mojitos. Um, but w I'm always curious: Are you like? Would you want a mojito like in the middle of winter? Like anytime. Really? Okay. <laughs> so you're not the seasonal drinker type. No, you're more no, like, no. I Any, like that the whole year. Yeah, around. yeah. That's really. I would say that's like my go-to if. Any time of year. Yeah. In the summer, I'd mix it up, you know, watermelon, mojito, like <laughs> yeah. some, some, some kind of citrusy, touch. fruity yeah. mojito. But yeah, mojito any time of year, really. Mint. Nice. Mint is good. Nice. Mint could be a winter thing, like peppermint, you know? Yeah. yeah like I candy guess canes. So. <laughs> put a candy cane candy, in it. It's it winter. In. <laughs> oh it's gosh. a winter mojito. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I haven't done, you know, as you know, I do mostly outdoor centric weddings so right right haven't yeah. done the watermelon mocha you know <laughs> latte cocktail yet right but maybe yeah. someday maybe someday i'd love to see one of your trucks in the snow that'd be cool it, they do look good they do yeah. I'm, you know they, it feels like they're actually working trucks you right know, instead yeah. of show car For which sure. they are they, they all especially run the red one you put a yeah. like a wreath on the front mm. yeah that would look good for christmas that would be perfect for sure. 
Some holiday uh, party. Seasonal time. I know. Yeah. I just, I want people to get with the program. You know? like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Call yeah. Bryce. Call yeah. Bryce, the holiday truck. Holiday party. <laughs> well, you know, as, as you know, I've gone hard in the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do more local parties and we do have a couple of birthday parties this this year which i'm excited about right uh but once you get into the industry i feel like you know you get wrapped up in it and that's yeah like that's your thing for a while for sure um and just word of mouth people are yeah. associate you with weddings and exactly yeah and you, you start to visit wedding venues and you become sure. friends with <laughs> wedding right vendors. so they're gonna refer you <laughs> that's your and whole thing you know you're an easily referable person yeah well, and I a hope referable so. business because yeah. you're the only one I know. know We were talking about this before we started recording about how being the only one can be good, but yeah, it's like a bittersweet. Yeah, Yeah. it's a double-edged sword um, compared to being one of many two (laughs) hundred or whatever it is of like any category. So you know, it just depends on. I I think having like just ten to twenty vendors in a category for your locale is like where. It's like people a sweet probably spot. do the best. I'm yeah. guessing. I don't know. I mean, I, I do. You know, I, I've booked a lot of weddings, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of thinking about. You know, a lot of people don't even type in beer truck Asheville and Google right. because never heard of it. They don't even know. You know, they don't think it's <laughs> right. whereas catering or florals, you know, like right. that's something people always think about. Yeah. Um, but that brings me to you know a question I'm always curious about for you, which is mm-hmm. how you got started in the wedding industry in particular. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I failed to mention, I mean, I said love and color <laughs> photography, but Regina is a wedding photographer. Yes. Um, among other categories or uh, primarily no, weddings? For now, it is just photography, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But I, so wedding-wise, how did I get into the industry? Um, so I went to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. Um, I come from a family of corporate America, Hmm. lawyers, doctors, real estate agents, um, very corporate structured. And that was honestly where I was headed. Um, I was destined to be a lawyer like my father before me. Mm. And, um, Regina's a good name for a lawyer too. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I was named after my grandmother. It's very old timey. Um, and I was headed down in that direction. And my husband honestly kind of on the outside was like, it doesn't seem like you're really enthused about this. Like, like you're doing it, you're good at it. You love, you know, kind of the end result. You love being good at it, but you don't love the process. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, what's something that you actually would love to do if you could turn it into a business. And no one had really honestly asked me that before. (laughs) I, I just thought, you know, this is the way things are. And um, I had always had a creative bug and loved photography um, I, from the days of the Kodak Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, in my yearbook and I was always the documentarian of our friend group and all that stuff. So I really said, you know, what if I could be a photographer professionally? And up to that point, I had only owned like a point and shoot yeah pixie something camera like no (laughs) in no way was i going to uh make any money off that but um so my husband and i you know dove into you know how do we make this a viable business and being (laughs) 
uh, and intellect, I knew that going back to school was really the best route for me. It's not for everyone. And I totally understand that, but I knew I needed that kind of structure um, and the going straight to the source. Like I loved that the Art Institute provided professors who were still doing it. They weren't just teachers or retired or, you know, like making an extra buck or whatever. Like they were still in commercial photography or wedding photography or, you know, they were still in their industry. And um, so I went back to school with a rented camera uh, and rented equipment in general and got back into photography as, you know, a technical from the technical aspect. Um, I still had the eye for it. I got the creative side of it, but I didn't know anything about <laughs> the technical side. Like aperture and oh, shutter no. speed and ISO, I, like that kind of nothing. stuff? Nothing. I yeah. knew nothing about it. Because um, yeah. essentially I was using point-and-shoot digital cameras that there were no settings. There was no manual. Exactly. So I started from the beginning, uh, you know, really photo 101 on how to use a camera that was DSLR with manual settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I went in hard. I knew it was what I wanted to do. And, uh, in my senior year of that program, you're required to do an internship. And I interned with a company called event services group in South Florida and creative name. Yeah. Well, (laughs) they were a conglomerate of about eight different companies that they had bundled together to be like a one-stop shop for your event or wedding. So you could hire your DJ, you could hire bartenders, you could hire entertainment, photographer, videographer, photo booth, even like planners and rental. Like Hmm. they could rent uh, furniture and things. So (laughs) it was this overall name, but then they had each business inside of that too. So I really got to see like, the ins and outs of events and weddings all in one um, and in one internship, basically. Um, And I started as an editor and they had me kind of shadowing their photographers. And we did a lot more weddings than just regular events. But I mean, it was five days of editing a week and then weekend warrior all weekend and going to school at night. And I mean, it was full on 100% immersion in the industry and in photography as a business and the technical side. So I got into weddings through that and totally fell in love. Like we were doing, I mean, these were South Florida weddings. (laughs) So not what you get around here in Asheville. Um, They're more like million dollar weddings, 300 guests or uh, more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had wedding parties of 11 bridesmaids and 11 groomsmen. Half of them didn't speak English cause they were from Italy. Like so <laughs> funny, just the most diverse group, the most diverse types of weddings. Yeah. And I loved every single one of them. Like I loved the raw emotion that a wedding creates. I loved the generational aspect of weddings and how it brings families together drama or no drama. I love it all. So that's really how I went hard and heavy into the industry, I guess. Yeah. Um, that was 2015 into 16 and that was 
amazing. Just amazing experience. And you moved up to Asheville uh, in shortly the spring after that? of 2017. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'd gotten all your experience down there, mm-hmm. came up here, and you did you start fresh by yourself, or how yeah. did the how did the um, yeah. transition go from down there to up here in Asheville in Western North Carolina? Yeah, um, I did move my company. Obviously, moved up to here to Asheville and started out of my little apartment just basically starting over not knowing anyone no friends no family in the Asheville area my husband and I honestly just fell in love with it and we decided you know we've always decided in anything in life if you're not going to do it with passion and fervor and throw caution to the wind then why do it at all Mm. so we we quit our jobs moved up to Asheville and um, I started out trying to just talk about my business everywhere just throwing it out there anyone i talk to like a real estate agent <laughs> kind of probably <laughs> yeah yeah a little a little spammy but um but i mean it was just also something that i loved so it's yeah. you know you end up talking about things totally. that you love totally. so and you know everybody asks what do you do it's like what we do in america yep. but um so that's how i got started there but um i did also reach out to several photographers in the area um, just trying to get some second shooting, assisting, just trying to get my name out there. I've never, ever been opposed to working with other established photographers. Mm. It is not about me and me being famous and my work being the most important thing. For me, it's about making sure that every couple has the opportunity to have beautiful imagery. Whether that's from my name, someone else's name, someone, someone else's name, like it doesn't matter to me as long as I'm helping them have an incredible experience and imagery that will last for generations, then I'm all about it. So that's what I did. I reached out to other photographers and I was like, I will do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) I am a willing worker bee. Please help me. And I got a few responses. Um, as, as you know, it's a very saturated area, um, mm-hmm. even back then, um, even more so now. But yeah. um, I did get um, word back from a couple of photographers, went out and did some second shooting, and then got tied into um, Jen and Joe Mackey. And I will totally plug them because they're amazing. <laughs> um, if you've heard of JCM photography, that is Jen, well, Jennifer and Joe Mackey. And they're just incredible human beings in general. Um, and they basically took me on as an associate photographer mm-hmm. and then um, created their second sister company, which is called Bal- Balsam Mountain Photography. And I, I guess it's like the rest is history. Like they've, they, they kind of took me under their wing and they've been incredible mentors for me and also helping me, you know, understand the Asheville industry because they started out here knowing nobody, mm-hmm. you know, basically from scratch, just like I did. And um, they've just been able to mentor me, not only with my business, but with my my style, my skills, my techniques. Um, I actually just met up with them the other day, well, the other night, and it was freezing cold. But, you know, that's what you do in the off season is 
prep and prepare and constantly continuing education, which I know you do all the time. Yeah. So super important to me too. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I like that. I think you don't hear the word mentor as much (laughs) as you should in the wedding industry. Yeah. Because a lot of the businesses are very low barrier to entry Mm. compared to like other businesses in the world. You know, like if you want to open up a, even like a pizza joint, you still have to drop like, (laughs) Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Sure. Whereas, like, you could go and create a different variety of wedding businesses. Yeah. With little to no money. You just say you're a wedding something. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um, not that I'm. Not that everyone does that, but right. Um, it's it can be easily saturated because of that. So I think some people forget that mentorship is a great way to get in the industry. Learn the things you need to know. Absolutely. And then do your own thing. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. Honestly, fi- I think it's one of the most important things because you learn from their mistakes rather mm-hmm. than learning from your own. Like, yeah. obviously, we're all going to make mistakes in the beginning and we're all still going to make mistakes along the way. But having that mentor to be to shadow. Mm-hmm. in the first place and like really dig in and ask all your questions and just not being afraid to ask for help nowadays is like a far and away concept yeah. that like we feel like we have to know everything up front before we can dive in mm-hmm. like go shadow somebody who's doing what you want to do and is successful yeah. and you're 10x time you know more likely to be successful and you're more likely to start out at a higher level than if you just did some YouTube university and yeah. like call yourself <laughs> this and go out and start doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I just think about the whole idea of modeling and how not modeling, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a double, double standard word there, but, but, but modeling, modeling, you know, uh-huh. someone else who's been successful and how, it, it doesn't necessarily need, it doesn't mean copying. It just means sure. developing a, you know, similar process, not necessarily style, but, yeah. you know, just using their, what they've done, yeah. taking that, the bones putting of it. your spin on it. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And that's, that's why I think it's so funny when people are like, oh, well, I'm the first to do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I never use that in my marketing. Like, right. Yeah. I'm the first beer truck in Asheville. I don't, or, you know, I don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, that's not a a point to st- a leg to stand on in my opinion sure. you know what what makes you different and attractive is what obviously your take on the industry and the mm-hmm. in the vertical that you've decided to go into yeah so w- what do you think that is for you you know what is your differentiating factor when it comes to you <laughs> know being a wedding photographer <laughs> being um, one of many <laughs> wedding photographers here in town yeah um it is. It is so funny when I say I'm a photographer. People kind of like, oh, another one, another <laughs> one of those. Yes. Um, so I, but I totally, I, I get where they're coming from. But at the same time, I, it's funny to me because if you talk to the photographers, I don't think any of us has the same story, and I don't think any of us have the same take on why we do what we do, how we do what we do, the way that we do what we do, like the process of doing what we do. Like Mm -hmm. it's, yes, the end result is a photographic image, 
But for me, I would say that like my shining light or my differentiating factor is the experience. My favorite part of what I do is my couples and or my individual or whoever I'm photographing. And what differentiates me is that I'm going to make sure the experience is exceptional. Mm -hmm. And that's what I always tell my couples is, you know, don't just hire me from Google. Don't just hire me because someone said that I should, you know, I'm the next whatever. Like, I want to get on a phone call with you. I want to have a conversation with you about something that has nothing to do with your wedding. I want to make sure that we jive. And because I'm going to be your BFF on the day of the wedding. Like there are moments where I'm going to be all up in your intimate business. (laughs) I mean, you know, especially at a wedding you have getting the, getting the dress on. I mean, if you want some pictures for him after or her afterwards of you and your underwear, we can do that. I'm I'm all about that. But if we're not even friends, if you're like not vibing with me, then you're not going to want me in that space. And when you're having your mother, grandmother, best friend, whatever, zip up the back of the dress or you're having an intimate moment with your father or your brother or whoever it is in your, you know, that's like your closest person in your life mm-hmm. and you're having that first look with your intimate person, you know, if we don't vibe, if I'm there, it's going to feel awkward and you're not going to feel comfortable and it'll show in the images, you know? So for me, it's about making sure that you're spending that entire eight to 10 to 12 hours with people that you love. And that's, that goes from the people in your party down to your photographer, because Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, your photographer is going to be around <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I'm your little paparazzi and I'm not going away. So we need to be friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I think people yeah. forget how it, your photographer is not just taking pictures of the wedding. Right. Your photographer is really your shadow totally. for the whole day, right? And exactly. so it can't just be, you know, I, I know a, a lot of us care about the style that the photographer shoots in, right? If they want the bright and airy or dark and moody. Absolutely. But more importantly than that, getting along with your photographer Mm -hmm. and making sure that it's actually a good fit, I think is even more important because how are you going to look back on pictures maybe where you didn't feel comfortable because of the photographer, but Mm -hmm. you just wanted that certain style. Sure. You know, so that that brings up a good point that, you know, yeah, the vibe that you have with that photographer is is really important. Like I, I always tell couples when they come to me, you know, you need to, and I'm, I was actually just going to make reels on this. I'm learning, I'm getting a little better yours. at social. I really, I really liked your bit. last reel that I saw. I'm not a social marketing person <laughs> or social media person, yeah. but I'm working on it. And reels are a really great way to communicate right now. They're just yeah. blowing Short, up. So quick, yeah. Um, so the three P's of photography when choosing your wedding photographer is the photos. You want to see photos. Don't hire a photographer if you've not seen a portfolio <laughs> because you'll end up with something you don't like. <laughs> um, so the f- first P is photos. Second P is pricing. Obviously, if your priority 
is having good photos. Like if you're doing an elopement and these photos are going to be splashed everywhere and sent to your long lost cousin, you need good photos. But the third P is personality because you're hiring your photographer for personality too. Mm -hmm. Because like we said, you end up spending the entire day with your photographer. So you want to make sure that all three of those P's line up before you're like, okay, this is it. I feel really good about this. I feel really comfortable. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm signing the, signing the dotted line and I have no qualms about it. Like that should be your sense of peace at the end of the day is I know I love their photos. I'm comfortable with the price and I know that we're going to have a lot of fun. They understand who I am. They understand our love story. They understand my family drama, maybe. (laughs) And, you know, they're not going to make the day a travesty for me. They're going to make it more fun. They're going to make it more enjoyable, especially if you're someone who's like, I'm not really comfortable in front of a camera. Like, you just get in front of the camera and it's like, Ricky Bobby, what do I do with my hands? (laughs) Like, I have so many people who are like, I haven't done photos of myself since high school. Or like... Yeah, you know they just don't. Yeah. It's it's just not a big thing for a lot of people. So making sure that all three of those P's line up is my best advice for uh, anyone looking for a wedding photographer, for sure. And, and a reel will be coming shortly. Yes, about the three P's. <laughs> yes, Fo- follow along <laughs> as I journey through the social media mess. Oh, <laughs> so I'm I'm curious. Is do you, are you getting more traction on Instagram because of the reels? Have, I, you, have you noticed? Or uh, so far, I mean, as far as views, which you know, what does that translate to yet? Um, but I, I did one reel, so I've done two reels in in total. But my second reel was like one of those audios from someone else that you like dub over and whatever. I think I have over three thousand views. Nice. I haven't had 3,000 of anything on social media. <laughs> like, I don't even have 3,000 friends yet, okay? so That's the one I think I liked. Didn't, didn't I comment on that Probably one? the when model was, face one. Oh, I can't remember now, but yeah. I just remember seeing it. There's only two, so. <laughs> and I was like, right on, Regina, yep. like, good for you doing yeah. that. It is funny. It's very funny. Yeah. But it's it's just the way to communicate right now. It's like snippets. Yeah, if you but, think about it, short form video, it's just a yeah. great way to communicate things. Nobody reads blogs anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for Google. Right. <laughs> the Google robots. Are, right. Are, yeah. They're spiders. But um <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've tried to do a few reels just because I feel like I'm saying the same thing mm. all the time on mm-hmm. my posts. And stories, I feel like I'm, you know, having to update it every day, whereas reels is like something that I feel like is compelling. Yeah. And and can be useful, you know. Sure. People aren't gonna read yeah, as you said, people probably aren't gonna read a blog on keg sizes. <laughs> but they'll <laughs> but, watch it. But they'll watch a minute 15, video. Yeah. Th- whatever, fifteen, thirty second minute video on yeah. on that. So Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I've been I've been trying to ramp up on that, but there's so much production that goes into it, you know. And I'm, <laughs> I have like a small case of OCD. So the amount of time that it takes 
me behind the scenes to make a 15 second video crazy. is astronomically just <laughs> off the charts stupid. So yeah, I know. Working I, on that. <laughs> yeah, I, it gets easier. I, I've done a, I've done a few. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the first one, I was like, wait, huh? Like you can, <laughs> you can tell it when to yeah. put the text on or off. Oh, like it I, was. I I watched no videos to figure it out. I yeah. just like figured it out as I went. I think that's best with reels. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something like I try. I also try to look at some Google stuff like yeah YouTube and how to figure it out. And it, mm-hmm. I was like, I just have to get in it right. and do it. Well, and yeah. they get like so in-depth. They're like, oh, you can do this. You can do that. And I was like, I just want to put text <laughs> over my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> Same, just, same. I was like, all. that's all I want to do. I, I don't want to do, know. like, you know, when they kick the boots off and then they have the right. new boots on. All that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe I should do something it's like next that. next level, man. Yeah. It can that, be very next level. That might work for me. Um so, Regina, what is your biggest challenge in this business? <laughs> That's so funny. We we kind of got into it a little bit. Um, I am <laughs> a little bit OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with my mindset of constantly wanting more growth, I challenge myself and it also becomes a mental challenge that I never think I'm quite good enough. Like I, I want to be better. I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly watching, um, educational, you know, this or that I'm constantly trying to grow and just shoot for fun and try something new and go for different angles and try different lighting styles and things that, I guess my biggest challenge is understanding that where I am right now and what I do right now is exceptional. <laughs> like instead of having this mindset of, well, that's good, but it, it could be better. It's good. It could be better. When I'm constantly getting reviews that are like, this is amazing. I love everything about this. I need to accept that and let it sink in and be okay with that. (laughs) Whereas I'm constantly nitpicking at how I could be better and better and better. And not in a way that's, you know, I'm fine here. I'm, I'm complacent. I'm going to stop, but just in a way that's being accepting of where I am and who I am and my um, way of being right now. Yeah. I think that's a good point. You don't want to be, um, complacent, mm-hmm. but sure. if you're never satisfied, <laughs> then what joy is there in, in that, you know? Um, so I think there is a balance mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I've kind of, I, I think I've bumped into the same thing sometimes. Sure. I'm more, I'm more like, <laughs> let's just do it and people will Figure like out it. The kinks if, later. If we do it right. You know, there, you know, I don't, I don't think I have the same like perfectionist tendencies, but, mm-hmm. but I'm more so the person that's like, all right, like, or, or let's get another truck. Let's do this. Like, let's keep on yeah. growing, keep on, you know, keep on building. And I think sometimes you have to just figure out like, all right, is this like, is this good enough? You know? Yeah. If so yeah. like, let's be happy with it. You know, sure. I think there's always room for improvement, but yeah, if you're never, yeah, if you're never satisfied, how do you, 
relax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and enjoy. Honestly, your I'm not. I'm not sure. So I did my very first wedding by myself after I want to say three months of shadowing, and praise be to the company that I was working for because they were the ones who <laughs> had me do that. You know, mm-hmm. like. If, if they had asked me, hey, do you think you're ready to shoot a wedding by yourself? I would have said X nay, absolutely not. Like, don't do not do that to me. I have too much pressure. Like, I'm not going to get it right. I'm going to mess up. Something's going to happen. Um, but, you know, they they saw more in myself than I, than I saw, I yeah. guess. So they, you know, they knew I was ready in my deep, deep realms of subconscious. I knew I was ready, <laughs> but I, you know, it's just such an unforgettable, like once in a lifetime moment that mm. I'm like, I don't want to miss it. What if I miss something like, yeah. but I was, it was again, one of my most memorable weddings for sure. And it was an incredible experience and still one of my most rave reviews. And that was 2015. So nice. Nice. <laughs> obviously I've gotten a lot better since then. But, but the couple, their story, like, I still remember every couple that I've ever shot just because I know their story. Like it means as much to me as it did to their family and as Mm -hmm. it did to the couple, because like you have to laugh together before you can cry together. I fully believe that. And that that's why I connect with my couples on a personal level before I show up on the day of the wedding. So that when those moments are happening, I'm not missing it. I'm actually crying myself most of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's important to develop the repertoire beforehand. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's always the case, but that seems pretty important. Yeah. You know, like, you don't need to develop that with your caterer. <laughs> right. No. No, but like, cater- I mean, obviously such that's, an intimate thing. Yeah. You know? but, and it's, yeah, I just, I think, yeah. but I think people see the, the visual side of it. Sure. And they just forget about the connection with the photographer. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're just like, oh, the, pi- the pictures are great. Like, right. I want to hire them. <laughs> but if yes. you don't, you know, if you as a couple don't really like your photographer, that's going to create right. issues. No matter how good the style is or how much it matches exactly, up. Exactly. You know? yeah. So, um, you know, I just had an idea. Y'all, sh- <laughs> y'all should have like a photographer speed dating night. That would be fun. You get like, you have open house. Yeah. You you get together with maybe like 10 to 15 other photographers. Yeah. And you take five minutes. Because we're all so different. Yeah. Like so different. So different. Some, so uh, yeah, (laughs) totally. There's like, like, I just see such a spectrum, you know, in regards to style because I I look at a lot of different photographers because I work with a lot of different ones, right? Yeah. So I see the, different styles and I see the different personalities and, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I noticed that some are a lot more, um, you know, more artsy and that's their, yep. that's their thing. Whereas others are more of like the orchestrator, mm-hmm. like kind of directing things. Yep. And so you might need either or, right? like yeah. your family might all be event planners and you're like, well, we don't need a, another event planner. We need <laughs> some artsy one artsy person to capture it all yes whereas you know if you're all artsy maybe you need someone to orchestrate you know like i'm just saying like i think there's different roles that a photographer plays oh my gosh so many not (laughs) yeah that not everyone realizes you know and it's you know there's it might not be your photographer's forte honestly 
Like, if it's not in their personality to be the extrovert director who mm-hmm. can get a family photo of 30 people together, then y- you're going to have a hard time <laughs> on that day. Um, because it, it's just not in their personality to be like, okay, I need this, this, and this. Because in a wedding, it is a very strict timeline usually. Yeah. You only have 15 minutes to get a list of 40 images because your mom and your mother-in-law and your father-in-law and your long-lost aunt cousin, cousin's brother's sister wants this photo. Like, it's going to happen. And if you want to spend, let's say the couple wants to spend the majority of that time doing couples photos because that's what they want and that's what they value out of their photography of their day then you don't want to waste a bunch of time trying to orchestrate all these people. You want You want someone who can come in with a list that we've predetermined, which is what something that I do specifically. We predetermine the list of family photos that's going to happen. And I have names. I have a loud voice. (laughs) Everybody has stayed in the general area after the ceremony. I call out names and it's, it's a, the couple is in the center. I call them cake toppers. That's all you are. You stand in the center. I'm going to move everybody around you. Bing, bang, boom, all done. And then we're going to go do what you want to do. Yeah. Well, the day is so short. People often forget, you know, four four hours is the length of a typical reception. Yep. The first hour traditionally is photo time. Yep. So that's not very long. I mean, people just don't understand, you know, and like, and you, you can't go so much longer mm-hmm. because after five or six hours, people are like, all right, I'm ready to go home, right? So you, <laughs> sure. you can't like magically just extend a wedding reception and be like, we're going to force a long time right. here. Right, yeah. And that's why I'm a big fan, as many of y'all know, of the wedding weekend, you know? So having mm. drawing everything out from Friday night yes. to Sunday morning. We should just go full-blown Indian wedding and make it a week, oh, you know? I'd, like, I'd love to. Just oh, park the truck I've, outside of an Airbnb. and Yes, <laughs> I've done a couple of those in South Florida. Um, we have, I mean, I did every, every kind of culture, but mm-hmm. Indian weddings specifically are just like jaw droppingly amazing just because they're so over the top. There's so yeah. much color. Like there's so much culture immersed into everything that happens, but they also do it over like an entire week wow. or a weekend. Yeah. And it's just the best. Like, <laughs> si- like, do not talk to me for this entire week because I will be fully immersed in this culture. Wow. Like, <laughs> it's just going to happen. <laughs> That's fun. That's yeah. yeah. I I've never done an Indian wedding. Yeah. So I, it's super, super fun. I have fun. no idea how that all works. Yeah. Um, well, given that we are in West North Carolina, I'm curious what advice you have for couples getting married here because, hmm. you know, it's different from South Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> in many different ways. Yeah. But I think every vendor has, you know, their own advice to give couples mm-hmm. based on the experiences they've had at different venues and with different vendors and so on. So sure. always curious what, what people yeah. would say to someone. So... As someone who is married, so I did go through the wedding process myself also, um, but that was before I was a photographer, actually. Um, and I wish, I so wish I could redo. But anyway, um, <laughs> the I would say the most important thing, the biggest piece of advice that I would give to couples is, number one, there are no rules. Like, 
especially nowadays, the contemporary wedding, there are no rules anymore. You don't have to follow a traditional setup of this happens and this happens and this happens and you have to have these cakes and these flowers and these people and this caterer. Like, I think the biggest and most important time is during your engagement, sit down with your partner and prioritize. What is most important to us? And that might not always be photography. Maybe it's a video. Maybe it's your caterer. Maybe it's the idea of having a full weekend experience. And maybe it's about having everyone you've ever known, having a hundred, you know, 350 people. Or maybe it's about, you know, we're kind of introverts and we just really love our close five people. Maybe you have two people. Like it's, that's the most important thing is making your day about you. Not in like a proud, selfish, you know, chuck anything else that anyone says out mm-hmm. the window. Yeah. But if you prioritize what's most important to you as a couple, you'll never look back on your wedding day and say, man, I wish I would have. Man, I wish we would have. Because at the end of the day, you'll know that it was exactly what you wanted it to be. And that will also make it a lot easier to prioritize where your dollar goes, because you'll know if for like for myself, even though I wasn't a photographer at the time, I knew photography was really important to me. So that was my number one. And we spent almost half our budget (laughs) on the the photographer because I wanted a very specific photographer who I knew. And again, personality was key. Mm -hmm. I loved her style. I loved her personality. And I was willing to put down the price that she wanted um, because that was my top priority. And let's say the venue is your top priority. You're going to feel better putting your dollars and cents towards that venue than if you spent too much on a cool car to get away in and that's not your thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it may take some compromise <laughs> between the couple because not everything is exactly the same for every couple of like, you know, one wants really good food. One wants amazing venue. Okay. Well, you know, meet in the middle, but you have to sit down and prioritize, I would say, and figure out um, where you want to emphasize. Well, I like, what you said about, you know, figuring out what, what it is you really want, because a lot of folks think of a wedding as so traditional, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, we got to do this, we got to do that, and then we yes. got to have this and that. And like, when really, like, you don't even need a cake at your wedding. Like, oh. I don't think people realize that. Like, you could do a donut wall. Right. And call it a day. I'm <laughs> like, so down for know? a donut wall. Like, I'm like, probably going to have an ice cream cake at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what I like. Right. But, like, you I can don't... hire gelato carts now. That's, yeah. And yeah. popsicle stands. And... Buggy pops yeah. and troublemaker gelato. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. And, so, and like... I, I agree. Like, you don't, you know, you can go off on a limb and do things differently. And no one's going to get super offended. I would hope not that mm-hmm. you don't do the exact traditional wedding, right. you know. So, so I, I really love that because um, right. I see a lot of people make, you know, kind of the same 
decisions, which is fine. You know, it's the, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with that, sure. but I think folks often forget that, you know, you really can do all sorts of things. I actually had one couple who I talked to that was going to probably get married on a Friday mm. at a summer camp. So that after that, they were like, there's no pressure. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, we can, you know, go canoeing and fishing and like <laughs> That's awesome. play games and do archery. I love that. Right? So it's instead so of great. having the, the the reception and ceremony, like, interrupt the weekend. Sure. <laughs> they were like, we're doing that on Friday night. Everyone's going to fly in, drive yeah. in. We're going to get married. And then after that, we're just going to hang out. Right. You know, and that's yeah. totally awesome because their friends and family are scattered all over the country. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that all goes back to the experience. Like that's, yeah. I cannot emphasize enough. Like I probably say the word experience <laughs> in my business and in my writing and all these things, like yeah. too many times to count really. But um, it, it's, it's because like, that's, that's what you're going to remember really. I mean, when I, when my husband and I got married we got married and did a very unconventional wedding back when it was not accepted. Mm. <laughs> back when it was like you go to the church, you drive to the reception hall, and then you, like it was very like traditional. Yeah. And we exnayed that. We were like, you know what? We're gonna have Sonny's barbecue as our caterer, and we're gonna have a s'mores pit out back. Nice. And we like it was a lot of DIY stuff. It was a lot of hodgepodge, mix and match plates, mix and match chairs, mix and match tables. I mean, I had rectangles, I had circles, I had ovals, oh, I had hexagons. So hip, like, so hip now. It's so, uh, like, <laughs> come on. Like, I started this trend and I didn't even know. No, I didn't really. Oh, but, um, but, like, I did that back when it was not a thing. And I still have my friends and family telling me, like, they will remember my wedding forever because it was exactly who we were as a couple. Mm. It was so much fun. There was no pressure. Yeah. Like it, it was just, like I said, an unforgettable experience. And that's, that's it at the end of the day. Like we walked away married and everyone had a good time. Done. <laughs> Done deal. That's a good point. I mean, I, I remind a lot of my couples if they're on the fence you know about hiring me mm-hmm. i'm like look your friends and family are gonna get drinks from a truck like they're never right? gonna forget your wedding like it For is real. so cool and yeah. if people are gonna love it and you can take i would have hired it. you <laughs> i totally would have hired you if i because if, we we got married at a barn yeah. in south florida like oh yeah exactly exactly the question mark is like inherent at the end of that it's like <laughs> wait a minute what? I didn't even know there were barns. Yeah, we found the one. Oh, and wow. it was not popular. It was not expensive. Like it it but it was exactly what we wanted. My yeah. my husband is in the Marine Corps. He's also very country. My um brother-in-law who was his best man wore a white cowboy hat. Uh I wore cowboy boots. Like again, this is back before this was a thing. Wow. And we were not in the country, but it was a beautiful pole barn wedding. And 
unforgettable. I got to see these pictures now. I know, right? <laughs> They're the best. They're absolutely the best. Kelsey K Photography from Australia. Amazing. Oh, wow. Amazing, amazing work. So you shipped your photographer yeah. in. I did. I even <laughs> sent her to Harry Potter World afterwards. Nice. So, <laughs> you, so we got married in Titusville, which is just outside of Orlando. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can't come to America and not go to Universal Studios because it was right when like Harry Potter World had just opened oh, up. Okay. And Australians are obsessed with Harry Potter. I mean, essentially everyone is, but she was especially. So I was like, well go on like yeah you're here i mean why not you have to go you can't not go when are you going to be in america again this is literally the other side of the world (laughs) so yeah it's a freaking long trip so yeah it we just it was incredible that's great yeah 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 so regina what uh, you know i loved hearing about all that you've done in the past how you got started do you have anything that works for the future in your business or anything you want to share with our listeners (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i am upwards of man i just sat down to count it the other night i stopped counting around like 200 (laughs) 200 weddings oh wow um Yeah. So it's been a wild ride, amazing ride. And, um, I'm really loving this movement towards video, uh, that is essentially encompassing our culture. Um, we've moved from the written word to social media, you know, picture words, Mm -hmm. and now we're moving into the space of video and I just have fallen in love and I've always loved videography, but I've dabbled (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, I think I could really tell some amazing stories yeah. with video. And so just being able to offer that as an add-on to my photography, I don't think I'm fully like moving into videography um, as a solo opportunity yet, mm-hmm. um, but adding kind of a cinematic highlight reel yeah. um, onto my photography packages. So would this look like you having two cameras and one being for video, one for photo, or would it be the same or how does that work? Um, So one of my friends, again, I'll totally plug her because she's amazing. Maddie K photography, love, love, love uh, her work. And she, I've shadowed with her a couple times and I've also been a second for her and I love what she does. She, she will sometimes do it with just one. If it's like an elopement or something small, Um, she'll just do it with the one camera, but, um, if it's a bigger wedding, you know, you'll set up a second camera as like a still for the ceremony and things like that. Just so you have, uh, the wide shot of the overall, and then you kind of flip back and forth on the other camera between photo and video. Oh, I see. So it's, it's really just a toggle. Yeah. Like, so you can, and it's, again, it's not like full length videography, um, films that I would really start with. I really just want to start with like those highlight reels Mm -hmm. of like Like two to three minutes. Two to three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you get some, you get some, um, some vocal work of reading, you know, the letter beforehand or the vows or, Mm -hmm. Uh, something like that, but then just kind of an overall highlight of the day so that they can, they can put the pieces together because yeah. 
that's one thing if I could redo, I wish I had a video of my day because it does go by so fast. It flashes by and you're like left to put pieces back together of like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember that. Like what happened? What <laughs> happened? And not if you're drunk. Don't do that. Don't yeah. don't get drunk at your wedding. It's it's just <laughs> sloppy. But <laughs> they make for fun photos, but you know. Um yeah. have fun. I'll say that. Yeah. Just have fun. Yeah. Um yeah, but, you make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, well, in regards to the, the video and the story, because mm-hmm. when I look at galleries, you know, once a photographer sends that to me of weddings, you know, we've done yeah. together, mm-hmm. I'm like, there are 500 photos. You know, like, that's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. But every time you want to relive that moment, are you going to look through 500 right? photos? Like, yeah. yeah, maybe you'll put together a favorites gallery. And, you know, there's not, I mean, obviously, photography is still in my opinion, the prerequisite to videography, sure. but just having that little reel that you can share and like mm. watch every so often. I don't know. Yeah. There's something magical about that. And I've definitely been moved by um, some videos that were really well done, you know, where they really took the time to produce definitely. it. So I'm, I'm a big fan. I've only done, I've only had a few of my couples add video to their yeah. packages. And I'm, I just think it, it's a great, it's a great touch. So yeah. I'm glad you're delving into that. Yeah. And it's especially, I think right now, especially not only is our culture moving towards video, but because of what we've experienced with 2020 and the pandemic and how essentially the whole wedding industry has shifted mm-hmm. um, into smaller, more intimate, not everybody's coming, you can't travel, like, and with social media, you want something that you can share. And like you said, not everyone's going to scroll through your thousands of photos, nor do you want to upload thousands of photos. (laughs) (laughs) But so having a little snippet highlight reel Mm -hmm. to just post somewhere um, or share with someone is a a really like extra touch to me. Um, Again, you can't replace photos. I, I will never... I will never not be a photographer. I will, mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, I told my husband the other day after working with a photographer who will remain nameless um, <laughs> because at the end of the night, uh, he or she said, I'm done. Like, I'm just so over weddings. I, mm. I just don't know if I want to do it anymore. Like, just burnout, you know, yeah. which, is, which is fine. I totally understand don't shoot. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you're burnt out, if you're not enjoying the process, if you're not enjoying the wedding, I'm sorry, put the camera down, <laughs> walk <laughs> away, and find something else that you are passionate about. Because you're, like, again, experience, but also, like, you could miss something. And you're not going to be 100%. You're not going to show up 100% for every couple if you're burnt out. And, you know, praise be, again, I haven't mm-hmm. gotten to that level. Yeah. But I told my husband the other night, if I ever say that, if I ever mm-hmm. come home and I'm like, ugh, like, ugh, I, that was so the same. They're all getting very monotonous, blah, blah, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever. If I ever come home like that, tell me to check myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I might need to put the camera down. like. Because every time I've come home from wedding, my husband will testify to this. 
every time I come home from a wedding, an engagement, like, I mean, anything really, I'm just like, babe, you're never going to believe. Oh my God. It was so great. They had this and this and like, nothing is ever the same in my mind. Like it could totally look the same. And I'm like, but, but it was different. They had a different spin. Like it was, I did like, I can't, I my mouth can't even move fast enough for my brain. It, I just can't. St- I get giddy. I make weird noises. Like he's, and this is of course at like two a.m. because yeah, we get home from weddings and it's like super late, astronomically late. And he's like, "I'm gonna need you to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your office, upload photos, like yeah. do your thing, and then come to bed when you're quiet." <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> and like that's, you know, that's just who I am. That's that's why I do this is because I'm so I I couldn't stop myself if I tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like that. I think you know, mental health <laughs> in regards to <laughs> right what you're doing is important. Burning out is real, and if Very. I don't think a lot of people realize that because they get into it and then they get going and then suddenly they yeah. realize they, you know, aren't doing what they want to do so right. that's, I'm overbooked glad you're, overworked yeah exactly yeah. i'm glad you, you're keeping that in mind mm. uh, my last question for you regina <laughs> is canon nikon or sony oh my okay so <laughs> i am canon i have always been canon um oof. it's so funny because i'm not a gearhead yeah at all um i'm like if it captures what i'm picturing in my brain we're good. Like, so it's so canon then, right? Yeah. That's I'm like, rocking, you know? right. But then, you know, moving into the world of video, when I talk to videographers, and again, I don't know video, so I'm starting from scratch. Like, I'm, and again, I'm reaching out. I'm going to my mentors. I'm going to the people that I know and love. And I'm like, hey, if I'm trying to work in the, the video world, you know, how do I do that? Because again, I'm not a gearhead. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're all like, go Sony, go Nikon. No, you've got it. Canon's good. Like, Mm. you know, mixed reviews. And so I'm sticking with my Canon. I love my Canons. Um, And that's really my jam right now. I'm, it's just where I am. And obviously all of my equipment's Canon. Um, But adding a couple of video lights here and there. Um, I'm very minimal when it comes to gear. I like to keep it tight, keep it small because in Asheville, we have elopements on top of a mountain after a three-mile hike, and I ain't carrying yeah, 80 you, pounds of gear and all that stuff. It's just not me. Yeah, you don't want to pack mule it up there right. if you don't have to. For sure. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> well, Regina, I'm going to upload or I'm going to add your website to the show notes mm-hmm. so folks can reach out to you if they're interested in inquiring uh, I know that 2021 will be a pretty packed year for us all because of a lot of the reschedules right, and people certainly. who are already going to get married. And, <laughs> you know, obviously we're, a lot of us are in getting more and more weddings each year. So if you're interested, please reach out to her ASAP. And thanks so much for coming in Absolutely. in person. I had a blast. Um, this, as I said, this is the first in person podcast interview. First in my of warehouse. many. I'm sure there will be anymore yeah yeah i think it's cool for people to come in and see the trucks in person and all that so and you're just like an awesome guy cool to hang out with like we 
we see each other all the time at like yeah. wedding industry events, and I'm like, oh, Bryce, good. Let's go hang out. <laughs> all the venue open houses, yes. which <laughs> yeah. I miss. We haven't had any of those. I want to have a vendor, I know. vendor party soon or something because yeah. we really haven't. None of us have we seen each chance, other, you know, man. or a lot of us have not seen each other. So, yeah. well, um, Reverie is having one this Saturday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Reverie vendor- events. Yep. I'll uh, I'll check it, it out. It, p- Clarify, properly socially distanced, <laughs> masked up, pre-Valentine's soiree. Nice. So, yes. Nice. Well, I'm free Saturday, so maybe I'll bring my, bring my lady down there. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Cool. All right. Thanks, Regina. Look forward to working with you in person soon. Yep. Thank you so much for having me.